pioneer for sharing innovative treatments and preventing disease before it ever develops. Learn how our team is working to better care for you on this edition of UVA Health System Radio. Here's Melanie Cole. Thyroid nodules are among the most common endocrinology conditions in the U.S. What are they and what could they mean for your health? My guest today is Dr. Katerina Topchen. She's board certified in internal medicine and specializes in endocrinology, including thyroid conditions at the University of Virginia Health System. Welcome to the show. Dr. Katerina, tell us what does the thyroid do? Hi, uh, everybody. Thank you for inviting me to your program. Uh, first of all, I wanted to uh, say a little bit about thyroid itself. Uh, some people just don't know where it is and actually where it's located. So the thyroid gland, it's a butterfly-shaped organ, which is located at the base of your neck, below Adam's apple, and releases hormones that control metabolism. That's the way your body uses energy. The thyroid hormones, they can regulate your breathing, your heart rate, your nervous system, body weight, muscle strength your menstrual cycles and body temperature, cholesterol, and many more. So the thyroid gland makes some hormones, and which make, if it's too much or too low, that can be bad for your body. Uh, the thyroid nodules, that's something uh, which is, it's a growth uh, which is, could be round or oval-shaped growth in the thyroid gland, and they're pretty common and usually not harmful to the person's health, but sometimes that could be causing like a serious condition as a cancer. So most of the nodules, they do not change uh, the amount of thyroid hormone in the body, but some, they can cause thyroid gland to make too much of thyroid hormone that can cause symptoms. So for example, if uh, there's too much of thyroid hormone in the body, that's called hyperthyroidism, and uh, the symptoms could be anxiety, irritability, trouble of sleeping, some weakness uh, in arms or thighs, especially when somebody's climbing stairs. Uh, it can be trembling, sweating a lot, uh, trouble have, like dealing with the hot weather. Uh, somebody can have fast or uneven heartbeats, feeling tired, losing weight, or having frequent bowel movements. What health conditions could some of these symptoms that you've described signal? So, uh, like, again, the symptoms I described, they're mostly related to hyperthyroidism. But, uh, some, like, most of the people actually don't have any symptoms at all. And, for example, the thyroid nodules could be uh, found by doctor or nurse uh, during the routine exam. Or sometimes the nodules could be found on imaging tests that was done for another condition. So what are some of the complications or ramifications of hyperthyroidism, and we'll talk about hypothyroidism as well. Mm -hmm. So the hyperthyroidism, if it's untreated, that can potentially cause problems, especially on the heart and on the bones. So the, in terms of heart, the people can have uh, irregular heartbeat, which called atrial fibrillation. They may have chest pains, and in some rare cases, it can, actually can cause heart failure. And uh, sometimes uh, untreated in the women especially, that can disrupt, uh, like, monthly periods. So people have trouble getting pregnant sometimes. In the men, that can actually cause uh, some sexual problems as well. So what about hypothyroidism? If it's too low, what are some of the complications? What is that? So 
So the hypothyroidism, that's the opposite of hyperthyroidism, which people sometimes uh, mix it up, those two conditions. So hypothyroidism, it's when the person doesn't make enough of thyroid hormone. And uh, some people don't have any symptoms at all, but most of the people will feel tired. And uh, it's sometimes difficult to diagnose because many conditions can make you feel tired. Uh, you can have some lack of energy, uh, people feeling that they're getting cold easily. Uh, they may develop coarse or thin hair. Uh, they sometimes having constipation. And uh, so doc- mm-hmm. Dr. Katerina, which is more common, hyperthyroidism or hypothyroidism? I believe hypothyroidism is more common, and uh, it's mostly women who are affected but it's not excluding men from this problem at all. So then what are some of the treatments? If someone develops thyroid nodules, what treatment options are available for them? So the first of all, uh, your doctor will need to make sure that this thyroid nodule is not a threat to your health, and the test usually will include some blood tests to make sure that it's not uh, producing thyroid hormone. If not, then the next step is usually... Uh, imaging, and sometimes you will need to get sample from this uh, thyroid nodules to exclude cancer there. And then what? So you've diagnosed them, you've looked at them to see whether they are cancerous. Then are these something that you will just automatically take out? Can they affect the person's daily quality of life? Uh, in most of the cases, thyroid nodules are not uh symptomatic at all. So, uh, actually, the prevalence of this condition is quite high. And uh, let's say maybe only 5% of people actually can feel something and find them uh, thyroid nodules. Uh, but uh, with the more of imaging recently, it's almost up to 50% of people uh, seem to be having these thyroid nodules. So most of the cases, it's a very benign growth and doesn't cause any problem at all. Uh, and uh, in those cases, the watchful waiting uh, approach is typical that your doctor will do uh, especially after they will evaluate this nodule. But in the cases uh, when thyroid nodules is causing problem, and that uh, would be based on the imaging uh, and the, the further evaluation by the doctor, you uh, this needs to be taken care of. There are some uh, like different approaches you. C- you can go with the surgery, you can go with the ablation of the nodule, uh, you can use the medication to try to shrink this nodule. But in most of the cases, uh, it's just the observation if if nodule is proved to be benign. So any nodule that's not removed, you would just watch it for a while. Then would there come a point when you would say, yes, let's remove this after you've watched it for a while? So, yes, so once you have the nodule and you evaluated it and you proved that it's benign on the biopsy, you will just watch it uh, for the growth. So you can, uh, we usually do thyroid ultrasound to assess if size uh, changed or the features changed of this nodule. And what is a goiter, Dr. Katerina, and how is that related to this? Yeah, so the goiter, it's an enlargement of uh, the thyroid itself, and it can be diffuse enlargement when the whole thyroid gland is like cells, they will just diffusely grow, or it could be a multinodular goiter when there's multiple nodules, 
and they continuing to grow and uh this way that can they can actually cause some compressive symptoms uh such as uh people having trouble swallowing sometimes or they uh, even if severe they they actually can have trouble breathing especially when they are lying on the back and uh, flat they will feel that it's really difficult for them to breathe so they need to uh sometimes sleep in the recliner why should someone come to UVA Blue Ridge Endocrinology for their care for their thyroid? So here, uh, again, we offer uh, care not only for thyroid conditions, but uh, for the uh, many other endocrine issues such as type 2 diabetes, type 1 diabetes especially. Uh, we have uh, expert care on the pump therapy and the continuous glucose monitoring. Uh, also, adrenal pituitary gland disorders, obesity, insulin resistance osteoporosis, infertility, and other. And I think in terms of uh, the Blue Ridge endocrinology itself, the office here is uh, very convenient for the people uh, traveling from uh, nearby and remote locations. Plus, it's a smaller office, very friendly staff, and uh, quite family-like atmosphere you'll find here. Uh, it's, it's easy to get the appointment, uh, at least for now. And I think the waiting period is much shorter than in general at UVA. Um, and let, let, in addition, I can say that we also speak Russian. That, and I'm talking about myself. So, Magvarim Paruski. Thank you so much. That's wonderful information. You're listening to UVA Health Systems Radio. And for more information, you can go to uvahealth.com. That's uvahealth.com. This is Melanie Cole. Thanks so much for listening.